welcome to another episode of Hawaii Catholic Herald Highlights, the regular podcast for the Diocese of Honolulu's newspaper. Today I'm talking to someone I know pretty well, my Herald co-worker Donna Aquino. Donna, thank you for letting me coax you into doing this interview. I appreciate you doing that. You're welcome. <laughs> so you've actually worked for the Herald since 1980, I think you said. Yes. And you were how old when you started at the Herald? I was actually 17 years old. And how did you hear about the job? I, I don't think I know. I went to a state office before you could go to the state office office and apply for jobs. And so I went and I just applied for an office clerk job. And when I came to the interview, this is where I was at. Okay. And been there, been here ever since. Do you think they knew that you were Catholic in giving you this job? or? Yeah, the manager actually just so happened knew my grandmother, who's a very strong Catholic as well. She passed away now, but she knew that our family was very strong Catholics. And so I guess that's why she felt, well, I'll hire her because she has that background. Okay. Even though I was very young. <laughs> yeah, so right out of high school. And you're from the Wimmerd side. You go to St. Anne Kaneohe. Yes. It's always been your parish growing up. Yeah. Yes, Kanye. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're actually the second longest employee here because while Patrick, our editor, has worked here 40 years as of like December, right? Yes. Um, you were the next longest hire. And then Shana, our other coworker, has worked here even longer, right? right. So. Since 1975. Okay. So you all are veterans, and it's just the reporter, photographer, editor, assistant position that rolls over all the time, huh? Yes, yeah. We've been here for a long time, yeah. And how has your job changed since you first came on in 1980? Well, when we first, when I first started, it was all, everything was written, manual. You know, you use a manual typewriter. Um, We would write everything out. All of, all the subscriptions were on cards, index cards. And that's how we did it, like very ancient, as you would say today. But now we've changed it to computers and just gotten more quicker and faster. The computers have helped a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, they used to actually do physical cut and paste, right? Yes. For the newspaper? Yeah, for the newspaper, cut and paste. And mm-hmm. um, Mrs. Kealoha was here originally. She was the office manager. Mrs. Kealoha Nui was the office manager when I started, and I think she was here way before most of us, like, years, because when she passed away, I think she was only in her 60s. Oh, okay. But she was here from very young. So you've been under two editors, uh, Monsignor Marzin, who preceded Patrick, and then Patrick um, when he came on. Yes. Yeah. In 83, I guess it Patrick been. started in 1982. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that would make sense because he just yeah. did 40 years. So, um, And what is your job now compared to what you did originally? Because you are kind of the multi-hat-wearing person in the office. You help us proof... You're the circulation manager. You handle the budget. You do a lot of other things. What, mm-hmm. Talk about what other things yeah. you do. Well, that's that's pretty much what I do. When I started, I was just mostly in circulation. I just did all circulation. I did all the billing, worked at the post office on the billing, uh, I mean, on the subscriptions. And when I first started, we had only 8,000 subscribers. Um, we were very small. But then we did this special programming program in 2000 where we had the parishes um, give us the names of stuff of people on their 
um, their list. Not their mailing list, their parish, yeah, their parish list. Every parish gives. So now we're at 15,000, which really was a big help for um, the Herald. But yeah, it was very simple. We just had it on cards. I used to do the billing. I did help with the paper, with putting it together. Uh, But not as much as Shana. Shana did most of that with Monsignor Marzen. And then Mrs. Mrs. Kelohanui, we used to call her Mrs. Mrs. K. That was her name, Mrs. K. In the office, she and I used to do the proofreading, and Shana and Monsignor would do the the paper layout. But yeah, that's pretty much what I mean. I just do everything reception. Um, When people walk in the office, I'm the first person they're gonna see. Building case. Mm-hmm. So when you had the, all the card circulation, was there a big box? Yeah, we had a big index file cabinet uh-huh. that could fit file index cards. Okay. And we had it by alphabetical order, all the A, by last name, you know, A's, the B's. And mm-hmm. so everything, all the notes and everything were written on the card. Um, when they paid, we had to write down all that, keep all that information, all on these little index cards. Okay. It was very, very mm-hmm. tedious. But the parishes give us names. Um, They gave us, in 2000, we asked everybody mandatorily, 100% of the parishes have to give us some kind of names, whether they give us their religious ed class, um, you know, classes list, or their whole parish, whichever they wanted to choose, but they just needed to give us some names. Mm -hmm. And, um, And they did, and we've continued that program ever since. So now, instead of us billing each parishioner like we used to, or each subscriber, we do everything all, I mean, everybody's all donation-based now. Okay. So whatever a subscriber donates, goes, it's credited to their parish, and then the parishes get billed for whatever the balances are. So technically, you can get the, the paper for free if you're registered at a parish, yes. and yeah. then we just send out... Um, if you'd like to donate letters every year. Yes. And a lot of people do yeah. donate. Like, what oh, yeah. percentages we, mm-hmm. do you we calculate? Get a good, we get a good um, percentage of people that are um, so generous, and, you know, we're really grateful for that. They keep us going. Yeah. <laughs> and then that goes towards covering the cost of the parish, so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's not like we're very expensive either, are no, we? What no. is the cost of an annual subscription? Well, the annual subscription is $28 for just a regular subscriber. Mm-hmm. It's $28. Um, so that's just like just a dollar a issue because we have 26 issues a year. Mm-hmm. That, and that's the mailing and everything. But if you go with your parish, it's $15 a year. So that's what we bill it on, base it on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we run a, a lean machine. We have exactly four employees. We don't have a lot of uh, waste, right? Yeah. We're using right. your money well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. In fact, one thing I wanted to say is that when I first started, we were a weekly newspaper. Mm-hmm. Now we're bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. So when we were a weekly, it seems like we weren't as we were weren't as busy as we now with our bi with our bi-weekly. It seems like we just have so much news. Yeah. You know, and but we were weekly, and that was. That was a lot. That's interesting. You know? I wonder if it was like spread out a little more in the weekly I'm not format. Sure. Or, I, we, yeah. we get so much local news now. Um, and I know that Patrick always has to, you know, you guys have to decipher on what you're going to put in because we have so much news. Yeah, but and a limited always, number of pages. Yeah, and he always tries to, you know, get everybody in. So he's good about that. Yeah, he's very good. 
but yeah, we were weekly. Now we're bi-weekly, so. And you have the the fine eyes to catch details when we're proofing the paper for little things and uh, parish and school news is kind of your thing where I know you always catch things that I miss when I'm going through that section especially so yeah, yeah. so I help with the mm-hmm. proofreading mm-hmm. but Anna is the main eye catcher I don't know <laughs> so definitely between she and I we work on all that proofing so we hope we're getting the paper out with good yeah. editing and <laughs> yeah so why have you stayed at the Herald all these years Probably because I like the people we work with. Yeah. yeah, Patrick is a good boss, and we always have good people we work with. So that's number one. And the flexibility. I'm a little bit more flexible here mm-hmm. since I've been here for about 40-something years. But mm-hmm. when my kids were growing up, Patrick was always so flexible about if I need to pick up, drop off, and all of that. So um he was really good about that. Him and I were the only ones that had kids mm-hmm. at that time because most of our reporters before Anna didn't have kids, so they didn't have to really worry about it. It was just Patrick and I. But um, Yeah, I've stuck yeah. around long enough that now I have kids, yeah. right? Or I, now, I was here, I left, kids. I came back. <laughs> yeah. And he's but still very uh, flexible. Super. So, yeah. But around my family, it was just always you know really nice to work here because... Everybody's understanding about, okay, family for Patrick always told his family first. As long as your work gets done, that's the main thing. So, and all of that helps. You know, when I come to work, sometimes I feel like I'm on vacation because yeah. <laughs> it's so much, you know, it's so nice. And, and everybody, even in, throughout the building, is always so, so yeah. good to work with. Yeah, you even yeah. saw a building move, right? They tore down the old building yes. before they built this one, and now yeah. they're talking about eventually converting this building so you might see three new three buildings in your time at possibly (laughs) yeah when i first started in 1980 we were at the old building and then in 81 we moved here to this new building okay and yeah we saw it come up and everything and and then we moved in here and so we've been here ever since is it where century square is now is that um no, so the build that there was always a building, something there was that was a parking lot where Century Square is. <laughs> but our building was where you drive into our parking lot, there was a building right there. Oh, right at the road. That was okay. our, I think it was only a two story building. Huh, Very old, and you know, that was when Bishop Scanlon was here. Okay. Uh huh. And now we're in the, the sixth floor Chancery building downtown. Yes. So. Yes. yes. Though COVID has certainly transformed the way we work. You also get to work from home, and I work from home more. Shana mm-hmm. holds down the fort here the most, yes. right? Yeah. So. yeah. I work remotely. We'll have to convince her to be on the podcast somehow. What I do you think? <laughs> She's the hardest sell. I've got she you and is. Patrick now. so uh, She is the hardest <laughs> sell. Anything else you would like to say about your time working at the Herald or something you think that our readers don't know about? The Herald, its mission, its workers. I don't know. I, I I always encourage everybody to keep receiving the Herald because it's a good paper. It's a good way to evangelize. Um, we like to send it to everybody's homes, which is our main thing, is that getting it into the homes is like mm-hmm. the most important, not picking it up at the church. I mean, anybody can do that, but 
our Patrick and my main focus was make sure we get it into everybody's homes, even if they leave it on their table or desk or whatever on their but you know coffee table, it's there in the home and it people see it. Mm-hmm. And so for us, that was one of our main things is getting it into everybody's homes. And so that's why we started this new parish plan program in 2000. So it's been with 23 years we've had this program and it's worked out so good for us as for the Herald. And the par- most of the pastors have been on board with us. The bishops have always been supportive of that. And so we want to keep this pro that program going. Um, and that's our main focus is to get the herald into the homes many of us can't even go to church because for whatever reason but at least the herald is in there the news is in their home they know what's happening with the church and that's what our main focus is and even if somebody can't pay for it they can't donate anything it doesn't matter they can still get it you know we'll send it to anybody who wants it doesn't matter you don't even have to be catholic but it's our focus is catholic news yes but Anybody can receive the Herald. It's, it's for everybody, and it's a great paper. And what if somebody's not getting it, but they say, oh, I go to a parish? Do they contact you about being added, or do they contact their parish? They can contact me. It'll get on there faster than them contacting their parish. And I'll make sure that it gets in there. Okay. Gets on our listing, gets in the mail for them. And I, of course, have to put a plug in for other ways that we're reaching out to people like this podcast here yes, and yeah. uh, our social media. If you're on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram, the White Catholic Herald is on there. We also have a biweekly e-newsletter and, uh, of course, our website, whitecatholicherald.com. So hopefully this didn't sound too much like an infomercial, but I really wanted to talk to Donna because of her many years of history here. So thank you for agreeing, even though you were initially a little reluctant, <laughs> but I appreciate it. So thank you very You're much. You're welcome. And I'll close here saying um, that this has been another episode of the Hawaii Catholic Herald Highlights, and we will be back again soon. Mm-hmm.